Trumos Perakid Aleph, Mishnah Base, 11.2. Dvash Tamarim, the honey that comes from dates, Vyein Tapuchim, and the wine that comes from apples, meaning apple cider, Vachomet Sidvanios, and the vinegar that comes from late ripening grapes. All these were fruit juices that were commonly um, created by people in the time of Chazal. They would take fruits and achieve these different you know, liquids from them. Ushar kol peros shel truma, and the same actually goes for any kind of fruit juices that you extract from a truma, a truma fruit, meaning you had truma dates or truma apples or truma grapes, and you converted them into the honey or the cider or the vinegar. Um, or if you just took mangoes and made mango juice, in all those cases, the question is, what's the status of the juice? Does it have the same status as the fruit or not? Rabbi Eliezer says, yes, it does. He's mechaev kern v'chomesh, which is his legalistic way of saying that the juice has exact same status as the fruit, meaning if one drinks mango juice and he's not a Kohen, he's liable to the same consequences as if he ate a mango as a fruit. Um, and certainly this is the same if it comes to the the date honey or the apple cider or the vinegar. Um, what he actually says, his words are, Mechaev Karen V'chomish, you have an obligation to pay both Karen, the principal, plus a Chomish, an extra 25%, as we described earlier in the, in the Masechta, the idea being that if a person is not a Kohen and he inadvertently eats uh, Truma, he has to make compensation not just by returning what he illegally took, that's the Karen, the principal, but also to effect atonement, he has to add an extra 25%, that's the Chomish. And since, according to Eliezer, the fruit juice is Truma Medoraisa, he'll have an obligation to add the extra chomish if he drank the mango juice from a Truma mango. And Rabbi Yeshua's poter. Rabbi Yeshua says no. Rabbi Yeshua says no. When it comes to fruit juices across the board, fruit juice in general, even fruits that are often juiced, that is to say, fruits like dates that you turn into honey and apples that you turn into cider regularly and grapes that you turn into vinegar regularly, in all those cases, those juices are are just what's called zeyaba alma, that is moisture that comes out of the fruit, but not um, fruit proper. And that being the case, while lecharchila, at the outset, a person who's not a Kohen may not eat or drink juices that come from truma produce. Um, if one does, he does not need to give the karen v'chomesh. It's, an, it's a generic isra but no chomesh, etc. required. Karen, you would have to do if you stole someone's property, but that has nothing to do with anything. Um, so the point is no chomesh here. And the halacha, by the way, is going to be like Rabbi Yeshua. The halacha is going to be, you should know, that fruit juices uh, across the board have a status of zeyaba alma. There is some discussion in the postkim regarding citrus fruit juice, um, but that's not for now. Rabbi Lezer metama mishum mashka. In addition, Rabbi Lezer says that all juices, this is not anything to do with what we said before, but just since we're talking about the halachas of fruit juices, Rabbi Lezer holds that all fruit juices are subject to the rules of Tum and Tahara. The way the Bartner learns it, like the Rambam, were mean that any fruit juice, even mango juice, even apple juice, etc., um, can become tummy, can um, transfer Tuma to food, and can also be machshir uh, for Tuma, meaning food stuffs, ochlin, cannot become tummy unless they first become um, wet in a way that you don't object to that readies them to become tame, and according to Beliezer, that wedding can be done by any meperos, any fruit juice, it doesn't matter what. Uh, Rabbi Yeshua disagrees, and he says, we have a tradition that there are seven particular uh, mashkin liquids 
that do effect hechsher, that do ready food stuffs to become tummy. And Chazal kept list those seven. It's based on Pesukim, um, where there's a reference to these seven liquids being a mashke. And we learned about it in Masechus Machshirin. And Rabbi Yeshua says that the Chazal counted those seven because it's specifically those seven, no more, no, no less. They weren't just, you know, throwing out some list of random, arbitrary list of, you know, seven liquids on a list. Um, they didn't act that way. And the way that Rabbi Yeshua describes it, he says, Lo manu chachamim shiva mashkin kamone patamim. When the rabbis counted, their set, they listed and enumerated the seven liquids that, that are relevant to Tuman Tahara. So they weren't acting like um, spice counters, if you will, who just sort of enumerate some of an incomplete list of spices that they have to sell. No, it, this was the complete list, those seven and no more than those seven. Ela Amru, Shiva Mashkin Tameim. When the rabbi said that there are seven Tame liquids, they meant just seven, Ushar Mashkin Tahorim, but other liquids are Tahor. Now, according to the Bartanura, like the Rambam, what this means is that if you have a dead rat floating in your apple juice, pluck out the rat, and the apple juice remains totally Tahor. There's no way for apple juice to become Tame or mango juice, etc. Um, only the seven liquids that the rabbis enumerated those and those seven alone. Um, in addition, when it comes to being machshir, when it comes to, I should have said just three things. There's the mango juice can't become tummy. The mango juice can't transfer to me, meaning if the mango juice splashes on something else, that ha- the mango juice had the dead rat in it, and now you take the mango juice and you splash it on something else. That something else remains tahor, even truma, etc. Um, and third of all, if that mango juice, if any mango juice for that matter, touches foodstuffs, then the foodstuffs remain impervious to becoming Tomei. They haven't had Heksher yet until one of the other seven liquids um, that do affect Heksher come into contact with that foodstuff. Um, so the list is just those seven. Um, what that list of seven consists of, it's referred to as by the mnemonic Yad Shachat Dam. That's Yud Dalar for Yad. Shachat is Shin Chet Tet. And then Dam Dalad Mem, which stands for Yain is the Yud, Devash, honey. In that case, when the Chazal talk about honey, they're always talking about bee honey. When the Torah talks about honey, it means date honey. But here, Chazal are talking about bee honey. The Shin is for Shemen. The Chet is for Chalav, milk. Oh, sorry, Shemen is olive oil. The Chet is for Chalav, milk. The Tet is for Tal, which is dew. And then the final dam, dalad mem, the dalad is for dam itself, blood, uh, and the mem is for water, mime. So those are the seven liquids that can affect heksha and can become tummy, and nothing else. And the halacha is like, the halacha is like uh, Rabbi Yoshua in this Mishnah, meaning number one, that liquids that come from fruit are um, are just considered zeiba alma and not truma, etc. They also um, in general, do not affect hechsher unless they're part of the seven liquids we're talking about, meaning you know, oil or wine would, but other fruit juices not. And finally, um, the question of if other juices can become tummy at all, that's actually a larger machlokus. Um, the Ravid, for example, argues in the Rambam and says that mango juice that had a dead rat floating in it can, yes, become tummy. It's just that it cannot effect heksher for other foodstuffs. Anyways, let's assume the Allah follows like the Rambam in these things, in which case this mission is Allah like Rabbi Yeshua.